Good morning, Rockport. This is Cam Chapman, the NBMC, wishing you a happy Friday. Let's kick off the weekend with a look at our community calendar. Little Actors Children's Theater announces auditions for their upcoming production of You're a Fine Boy, Chucky Black. The show will be directed by none other than Bardway legend Deli Dezima, who originated the role of Chucky's precocious little sister, Susie, in the show's original 2037 run. Tiny Tots, hoping to snag a role, will need two contrasting monologues and 16 bars of a contemporary musical theater piece. No Gregor and Hammersmith, please. The auditions begin at 1 p.m. and early registration is encouraged. The annual Human Festival kicks off this weekend at the Rockport Fairgrounds. Come out for some family-friendly fun of a bygone era. Kids and parents alike will enjoy churning butter at Babs Butter Boutique, writing hippogriffs at the Petting Zoo, and even taking in the irreverent comedy stylings of Vomit and Phlegm. Tickets on sale now at any Speedster fueling station. Finally, Sunday is Daylight Savings Time, so don't forget to turn back your clock. It won't help with the time loops or wormholes, but at least it will help you feel like the day is longer. That's it for the community calendar, so let's kick off the weekend right with the song that's blowing up the charts, Gin in a Jar by Tina Aguilar. Welcome back to Lesser Evil, everyone. I'm your DM, your dungeon manager, Manny Elliott. And here with me today is a coffee mug that says, Life's a Beach, Rick Johnson. Hello. <laughs> a picture of a cat falling out of a tree that says, Hang in there, Chris Rodriguez. Hi. Somehow I knew that was going to be Chris's intro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was obviously written for Chris. <laughs> An employee appreciation pizza party, Cassandra Snow. <laughs> that feels rude. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, a photocopier with a paper jam, Willa Frontal. Hello, it's me. <laughs> How we doing, working stiffs? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You kids keep me young. Um, shall I, shall we do a recap and remind our listeners and our players what the hell happened last time? That would be great. Yeah. All right. Last time, you all arrived at the Athame offices to find them crawling with security guards and Rockport warders. In the wake of the magical cyber attack, it appears there was a break-in after hours and an important piece of experimental technology was stolen. Though the four of you were the ones who stopped the cyber attack, you were named as prime suspects after being spotted leaving the server room yesterday. You all received an encrypted email from a mysterious source known only as M. The email contained the warder's report of the incident, and you discovered that the prototype uh, for an all-in-one spellcasting focus called the A-Cast was the stolen item in question. M also warned you that you were the main people of interest, and the Athame takes theft of their intellectual property very seriously. You split up, with Wick and Bromine heading to the security room and Finn and Karen going on a coffee run. Wick and Bromine discovered some shady dealings from fellow freelancer Chester Glick via security cam footage. Chester. Finn and Karen chatted up the Chill Vibe senior mailroom clerk, and the gang all decided to look into Chester. You tracked Chester's movements into the Interweave Cafe, Cat Fay. Wick quickly became infatuated with a super cool hacker nemesis. Finn introduced Karen to the world of crustacean campaigning in the Rise of Order online video game, and Bromine Stranger Danger the Small Girl. <laughs> yeah, that's on me. 
You paid Nemesis the hacker with Athame funds to hack into Athame records to discover the Athame employee, Chester, was the one who let in the virus into the Athame servers and is under contract with Cosmos Inc. After an awkward family dinner with the Destroyer slash Urathiels, Wick asked their cop brother Sam to help them break into Cosmos and steal some proprietary tech, which, you know, was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we are today, folks. Sam, the warder offered you a bag that would teleport the ACAST directly to Morik's office, but needed time to program it, so suggested meeting up in the morning. What do you all do that night, if anything? I already called my, my parents. You did call your parents yesterday. Yes, yeah, so I think that's all I've got in my, that's my bag of tricks. Okay. Um, are you all going back to your respective homes? For well, I thought this sleepover? was a sleepover situation. <laughs> I mean, it could be a sleepover. Wick's never had a sleepover before. I do adore the idea that you walk in and just be like, I assumed it was a sleepover and the rest of us are leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's like putting on her pajamas as everyone's walking out of the door and oh. I say, oh, does, does that not work? Okay. Uh, well, I could, I could. I could do a sleepover. I've never done a sleepover either. That sounds fun. What the hell is a sleepover? It's in the name. You, you sleep. You sleep over. Someone here. here. Yeah, Tate used to have them like a lot when we were younger. Okay, bro, mine is confused because consistently just sleeps wherever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, your dad, uh, Chandler the Destroyer, Wick, comes in and is like, Hey, Wick, oh, uh, oh, you're having some friends over. Oh, oh good for you, Wick. Hey, I, and he goes around and shakes everyone's head, hand and says, I'm Chandler. Nice to meet you all. You kids need anything? You need some snacks? Uh, you, you need beers? I'd rather you do it in the house. <laughs> Dad. Yeah. We're of age. Well, you've never had us. You've never had friends over, Wick. I, I, uh, you, you, I missed out on the prime embarrassing dad things when you were a teenager. So, do you guys want to see some baby pictures of Wick? Yes. Oh my god. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> he goes over and pulls out a giant album, and they start flipping through it, and he's like, "That's uh, that's Tate." Oh, uh, this is Tate's first birthday. Uh, this is this is the first time Tate learned to walk. Oh, here's one of Wick, and it's at uh, Tate's like piano recital, and Wick is in the back uh, with a little triangle, <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Oh, Wick, it's always great. How, why did you give up music, Wick? You were so talented." Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's only so many songs with triangle. Uh, and here's one of their bath, their first bath, and it's uh, a picture of Tate, like, holding Wick under the water. Like, you can't really see Wick in this one, but that, you see that, that cute little foot right there? That's Wick. Yeah, the, they had the cutest little toes when they were, do your toes still look like that? You still have that extra one? I mean, yeah. So does Tate, like, it, so does Jess. We all have the extra toe. It was like a, it was the destroyer, you know. I had mine removed. That's, that was military. I think Sam did for the military. I think that's a military thing. I uh, keep it in this vial and he pulls a necklace out and there's like a little tiny pinky toe in it. Oh, wow. wow. That's, 
That's something. Take uh, your toe. Put your toe away. Don't fine. Okay. <laughs> I guess you're at that age now where you're embarrassed by dear old dad. <laughs> All right, kids, you have a good night. Don't Bye. stay up too late, okay? <laughs> and he like goes upstairs. Bye, Dad. Bye. Thank you. So there's like no pictures of you, huh? Uh, yeah, that's a little like I wanted to make fun of you, but that was just sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's Tate just has that ability to like draw all of the attention. Like I don't I don't know. It's not like I mind. It's it's a thing. I I don't know. You want to take a, a pre heist picture? Take, we could take a picture together. It's fun. Who would take the picture? Jessica comes in, just like pops her head around the corner <laughs> and is like, do you need me to take a picture? I hate when you are hanging out and listening by the door. It's so weird. It's not like I was hanging out and listening by the door, but I'm an observant person, Wick, and you talk very loudly. Well, Dad talks very loudly. Dad does talk. Anyway, smile, and she clicks a Polaroid, and a flash goes off, and it catches you all in the worst possible position. Bromine is like mid-yawn. Karen is doing something. I don't know. I'm like bent over, putting on pajama pants over my work skirts. <laughs> yeah, Finn, it just has like that uh, deer in the headlights look, and his eyes are the size of saucers, and uh, Wick is just like, ugh, has like the ugly... You know, when you're yelling at someone and people take it in the middle of you yelling at someone's face. There's like a finger pointed and mm -hmm. like. Um, and she goes, here you go. Thanks. Thank you. Jess. All right. Have a good night. Night. She goes on up, up the stairs. And Wick, uh, what are the accommodations like for sleepovers? Uh, Wick, who has never had a sleepover, but has witnessed a few just kind of like standing awkwardly in doorways when Tate had sleepovers. Cause like they were Tate's friends. They were not Wick's friends. Cause Wick did not have friends. Wick is so sad. <laughs> Wick had like, I feel like one friend at school, but it was like that awkward. They, they're like, I'm pretty sure that person's my friend, but I don't want to bring attention to the fact that we might be friends. Cause what if, <laughs> what if they're not actually my friend? Um, Tell me you're neurodivergent. Neurodivergent. <laughs> and, uh, so Wick like looks around and kind of like shuffles together random like throw pillows from the couch because it's like <laughs> Oh can I just do like can I do my pillows. ability and summon a bed? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you have to roll for that or do you just do it's, it? It's um as long as it's I think it's twenty times my like twenty GP time or mark P. Marks. Mark yeah, 20 <laughs> marks times my proficiency bonus. So as long as it's 60 marks or less, I can summon it for three hours. So we'd have a bed for a little while. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll say that you're able to summon 60 marks worth of a bed. Um, it's like the raddiest mattress on the floor. It's like a child-sized race car bed. Perfect. <laughs> and with the the pillows, because your your mother is a woman with specific tastes, all the, the all the pillows in here are very small and like cute and like have like 
sequins and stuff embroidered into them so they're not comfortable. They have like seashells sewn into them and like actual vines and stuff so they are not comfortable. They're also very small and your party is very large. They're a little too firm. Like they're extra stuff to like keep their shape on a couch but Mm -hmm. like not great for sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I feel like after like Wick puts them all into like a pile with a couple random like throw blankets they pull down like a Murphy bed for themselves (laughs) like on the wall uh so you guys need anything so that was i thought you were taking the pillows off so we could sleep but you have a bed so why didn't we just sleep on the couch i don't what's that about you just summoned a bed i was just gathering i don't know i I wanted to let you pick i didn't want you to have to feel like you had to sleep in a certain spot because there was a pillow there okay that's fair i guess um i don't know i Bromine just picks up the most uncomfortable looking pillow and goes and lays in the corner. I change what I summon to bean bags. I just want to sleep on bean bags. Yeah, you dismiss the race car bed <laughs> and summon a bunch of bean bags. Um, and they're more than adequate. Uh, bean bags are not as much as beds, so they are. Um, have a nice array of bean bags. Bromine is curled like a re- like a dragon around a horde, just like a circular pillow. Okay, but does in the Bromine's corner. tail touch Bromine's nose? Of course it does. Because that's like the cutest like thing I think I've ever imagined. Bromine looks Worth like noting, a little... I did not change. I'm still in my trench coat. I'm still. <laughs> I go over to Bromine um, and put. I have. I like open my bag and I put. Um, the extra, I brought extra cryptid energy and I put one down so they have one of Aww. Aww, cute. So Karen, you curl up in one of the uh, bean bags that is more than adequate for Because you. I'm As, tiny. Because you're a tiny little gnome. Finn, where are you sleeping? I think Finn, because he's giant, just lies in the middle of the room. Just <laughs> grabs a pillow, lies straight down and like a stick, just straight up and down. Just corpse yeah. pose, hands yeah. by the side. This is nice. Are you on the couch? No, I'm not on the couch. He's on the couch. <laughs> He's lying beside the couch. But there's this huge ass section and everyone just chooses to sleep on the floor. <laughs> Sleepovers are so weird. <laughs> and with that, the night passes. You all get your long rest. I don't think you need to. Um... Do we have any wild dreams? I don't think so at this point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You you just have a very peaceful night. Maybe some of you think about your own family and how lucky or not lucky you are. Wick, you have a dream of Gael running through a field of flowers. So pretty. Um, and the morning uh, wakes up, or the morning. Wakes up. You wake up in the morning. Um, I feel like Bromine has probably been up for hours by the time everyone else gets up and is just, like, typing away on their device. Canonically, I only sleep for four hours, so I wake up, like, you probably wake up and then I wake up a little bit after. I also only sleep for four hours. Oh. Because I trance. So I pull out a Murphy bed and sit my ass on it to, like, trance sitting up. And Are we all just watching Ben sleep then? Like, I feel like at 3 a.m., like, Wick just starts going about their normal day without, like, caring about volume because no one shares Wick's space with them. And so they're just, like, making, they're just, like, working on doing some, like, fucking soldering and all you hear is... Bromine is unbothered by that, but it's just used to sleeping for short bursts of time throughout the day. Yeah, so... 
At like 3 a.m. <laughs> you are all up doing things. Finn is still sleeping in corpse pose. Hasn't moved. You notice that his eyes are kind of open, like about half open. Um, and that's just how he sleeps. And <laughs> as you're, you're going around, you're just kind of staring at Finn in corpse pose in the middle of the floor. And he's so big that you have to step around him to do things. Do you have a bathroom I could get ready in or? Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, like vaguely points at like a door that has like a, a smash music crunch poster on it. Okay. Like that, that hit video game, smash yep. music crunch. Yep. Uh, and, uh, just like vaguely points to it. Uh, okay. yeah. Thanks. It's in there. I just need uh, to go. Also, my nose and, all that, so. and then like Wick like waits a second and is like listening for a vacuum cleaner to start. And then I see this and my mom's awake and cleaning. So, you know, uh, it's like three. Th- yep. It's she cleans at this time. It's 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 fine. Like my dad doesn't trance. So like he just sleeps through it. So I'm sure fun will be fine. Oh, wow. So you probably just think the house stays clean then. (laughs) (laughs) And you head into the bathroom. Um, It's a simple, like, wooden door, but it's much bigger on the inside. There's, like, marble pillars and, like, a gorgeous clawfoot tub. The toilet is made out of obsidian for some reason. Oh, this is the this is the nicest bathroom I've ever been in. It's in a basement. That's interesting. All right. (laughs) Then I just start putting my... um, cosmetics on and like i do like a little or like have my little overnight bag that i just always have with me so i can like judge myself up at the office and i i like shave my face make sure there's no stubble and put on my new foundation and everything you know look look nice and femme for the office brilliant um and last time bromine you you sent a note to morik asking for a get out of work free card for the day for the party that's correct yep okay uh finn what time do you actually what do you finally wake up uh probably like seven i assume we normally in the office by like eight ish or something i assume finn is frantic in the morning so he wakes up way too late uh so like seven or so yeah you wake up frantic because i think you do that thing where you're like you don't know where you are temporarily so you like full on like sandwich boards like sit up um and you like don't know where you are you knock over uh the sofa somehow <laughs> or like a, a um uh, an end table as you bolt awake um i feel like wick is sitting way too close just like waiting for you to be awake <laughs> but like they ha- they've only like sort of gotten dressed so they're wearing like a new t-shirt that's like they might be frost giants and like <laughs> boxers and it's just like sitting there on their computer cross-legged like way too close and just kind of like staring at you as they dick around on their computer like waiting for you to be awake <laughs> and then just like six mushrooms just around Ben hi hi so is that like under the whole carpet or is it just like six of them because my mom's gonna be pissed it's it goes away, usually. I just, what? <laughs> Do you get, like, spore stubble in the morning yeah, that you have to shave? Yeah, just, just, like, pluck them off a little bit. But, yeah, I, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> all right. Um, you all finish getting ready and go upstairs. Um, do you want to call Sam? Yeah, I'll call Sam. Uh, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> Little brother, how's it hanging? It's 
good. So everybody's awake and ready. Are you ready? Are we good? Yeah, I have been at the kitchen table for the past 30 minutes uh, going through mom's pancakes. She is a little concerned that you're not here yet. Okay, she I'm made gonna... so many pancakes because she assumed your friends were still here. Yes, uh, I'm on the stairs. Uh, I had a friend who like slept all night. Like, you know how Tate does and dad does? It's like the weirdest You know thing. I also sleep, right? Yeah, but you like go to bed early so it doesn't really count because like you're old. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, I see you. And uh, a pancake goes flying at your head. Can I try to catch it with my mouth? Yeah. Give me a, a slide of hand. Oh, God, this is going to be so bad. A slide of face check. <laughs> slide okay. of face check. Okay. What is my slide of hand? Okay. I only have a plus one, so... Five, so six. Yeah, it just like <laughs> clocks you full in the face and it like stays there. And I think it's what happens so is you kind of like, yeah, it sticks to you and you do that thing. You know how like when a bunny rabbit eats like the whole lettuce leaf from one end, you just do that. You just kind of like. <laughs> Like, kind of, like, slurp it in my mouth instead yeah. of, like, peeling it off like a, a normal... Yeah, it kind of, like, goes in your mouth from the center and then gets smaller and smaller until it's finally gone. And your mom looks over and says, Oh, Wick, wash your face off and throws a dish rag at you. Can I try to catch it with my face? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got a 12! You catch it with your face and, like, rub it in. And uh, your mom looks over and says, Uh... You know, it's a shame that those uh, those tricks you do don't don't uh, translate into some sort of uh, marketable skill, Wick. If... Anyway, breakfast. It's chocolate chip. I made your favorite. Thanks, Mom. Uh, my friends are on their way up, and I, like, walk over, and I kiss her on the cheek and sit next to Sam, and I just do, like, the side eye, like, this is your fault side eye. Uh, he is wearing this giant shit in him shit-eating grin as he's like delicately cutting his pancakes uh but the rest of you come up and have breakfast together i actually eat the pancakes which is notable <laughs> yeah i think so everyone like stares at bromine as they're eating these pancakes and i think your table manners were are probably pretty like exceptional right like oh yeah like i mean i grew up with money so <laughs> yeah and so um uh, Wick is staring open-mouthed, like, fork yeah. halfway to, like, their is mouth, like, just staring at Bromine eating. Is there gummy bears in the pancakes? Is I've never, going on? never seen that. I look, at, I look at them confused, and I'm like, who doesn't like pancakes? Uh, Serial <laughs> says, oh, puts a hand on your shoulder and says, yes, who doesn't like pancakes? I, I do not like being touched by a stranger, so... I she like says, oh my gosh, jerk I'm, my shoulder away and look back like I'm, they've grown an extra head. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. It's so nice to have someone appreciate my cooking. Uh, my kids just come downstairs and in, in, inhale and then they're off about their day. It's so nice to have someone really savor the food I make. Bro, mine just comes. It's pancakes. Yes. Who doesn't love pancakes? That's what I say. Well, what is everyone's plans for the day? Uh, what work, work? Work. We have a work Weird. project. Oh, interdepartmental. Yes. Oh, I <laughs> see. Very, I very see. hush hush, confidential. 
it's actually a very big deal that Wick was put on this project, and they are considered a floor leader in what we are doing. Oh, well, Wick, I'm glad to see you're finally taking some initiative and and uh, surrounding yourself with the right type of people. Uh, maybe this means a promotion or maybe even a permanent position at FMA. Hopefully you'll be able to get out of the basement one day. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would want to leave. That bathroom is wonderful. I <laughs> Oh, that bathroom is a complete eyesore. Uh, when we bought this house, Chandler told me that we would remodel it, and it's been 12 years, and he's never touched a thing down there. I can't... I'm sorry you had to see that, my dear. Oh, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. But... Oh, you're so kind. Well, anyway... Were you about to say something? No, uh, no. Just watching that bird feeder. <laughs> Thought I saw a griffin squirrel mom. Is that griffin squirrel back? And she runs out with a rolling pin. <laughs> you threw me under the bus with mom. I didn't throw you under the bus. I threw you under the pancake. So lucky you're my favorite. I would otherwise hack and sell all your information on the <laughs> You could try. I know a lot of people that can make you disappear at the drop of a hat. Yeah, but then you'd be stuck with Tate. You know how twins do things together? <laughs> do all families threaten each other so frequently? Is that, oh, yeah. is that just that's I just how we show? So. Yeah. I, don't have I siblings, assume if so. that's how family I assume if families talk a lot, it happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, it's like, we lived with, with our dad's family for a while. Oh yeah, they're, they're orcs. They're, it's a thing. Very, uh, nice people, real salt to the earth type of people, but, uh, weird, weird ways of showing affection. It's like the Isopod family on Quest 36 of Rise of Water. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a good one. So, I was just going to say the threats in my family were a little bit different, like, don't be too loud in the morning or I'll die. Don't take a job at a different company or I'll cut you out as if I need the will if I'm making money. Sam looks at you horrified and says, are you okay? Do we need to Do we need to call someone? Are, are, are you safe at home? That's, I live by myself now. That's really manipulative. That's awful. Oh my God. I mean... I don't really deal with it anymore. I just, I live in an apartment with my pet, with some wild squirrel griffins. Right. He goes to put a hand on your shoulder and then like remembers you don't like being touched and says, uh, hey, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for getting out of that situation and, and setting up your boundaries and, you know, really standing up for you. You did a good job, kid. <laughs> oh, mine looks Sam dead in the face and is like, this is a weird place I'm at. <laughs> well, here's your bag. And he pulls out like a black duffel bag. Um, and he says, uh, so uh, it took me some time. I had to, uh, you know, call in some favors to get this done and get it enchanted so it would go directly to Morik's office. That, that, that place is hard to find on Magical Blueprints, you know? Anyway, we did it. So the way it works, you unzip this pouch, and he unzips it, and he says, as you can see, there's nothing inside, but if you put anything in the bag, like so, and he reaches his hand into it, there is a portal that goes straight to his office, and he pulls out a business card that has Morik's name and information on it, and he says, uh, yeah, two-way thing. Um, once you zip it, 
uh, you can't get the thing back. So zip it, put the thing through, zip it, and it will stay there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, if I drop the card in, and I can't get it back, uh, and he shows you how to do it. And he says, uh, I could lose my job for getting you this, so if anyone asks, you don't know where you got it from, keep my names out of your mouth and off your tongue, or you will lose it. And I need this back by the end of the day. Or, uh, people will come looking for you. Or they'll come looking for me and then I'll come looking for you. And, uh, the resources at my disposal are, uh, vast and powerful. Oh yeah, we get it. You're very good at making threats. Yeah. No, Sam is, like, so cool. Uh, he's up for a promotion, actually. Like, We'll see. Bro. We'll see what happens. Thanks, bro. I'll get it back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if I, if something happens, uh, is there a way to, like, have someone teleport it to you, like, summon it to you, just in case? I mean, at that point, if something happens, just say I stole it. It's fine. I mean, like, if that's the way you want to play it, we can do it, but, uh... I mean, like, I just don't want it to fall back on you, because, like, if shit, like, really goes down, like... Oh, look, let me explain. If things come back on me, it will be bad. Uh, it will be worse for all of you. And I will make sure. I know you're my, you're my sibling and I love you, but uh, I will end you. Yeah, totally fair. Romine is pretty sure Morik will bail them out, so just rolls their eyes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just a quick reminder of what we're doing now. Just a, reminding me. So we're going to head to Cosmos Inc., Gonna break in to steal the prototype. Yeah, right? the A cast. The A cast um, breaker. Mm -hmm. um, we're doing that now ish <laughs> during the day ish. Is that was that that was our game plan? Yes. Okay. We were go our plan was originally uh, we were going to disguise ourselves as like an, a big wig investor. Bro, mine could sneak in because uh, Karen can disguise self. Correct. No. Who can disguise themselves? I can disguise them. You can disguise self. I thought we were going to be... Oh, I can too. Fine, sure, I do have to still Sorry, thing. I can also disguise self. We can all... <laughs> um, Bromine has a fake freelancer's card from the union, so it won't be hard to just pretend that they are supposed to be there. Should they run into trouble? It looks exactly like the regular freelancer's guild card. <laughs> Bromine had it made... <laughs> So they wouldn't actually have to join the guild, but could still go wherever they wanted. Devious. You are absolutely going to have to roll for that at some point. Well, yeah, they've never had it tested. So they exactly. don't know if it works. I was going to say, we can disguise ourselves as, like, an investor and someone from the media. But, like, I shouldn't be the media person for fucking sure. I think we have someone who's good at talking to people. And it is not the two of us. <laughs> so. No. I think they're talking about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very flattered, Karen, but I I think I'm going to throw this to you. All right. Sounds good. Just making sure we're all on the same page before we actually go. I think you're um, having this conversation in probably Finn's van, right. right? On the way to Cosmos. Yeah. So are we going to go get some coffee at some point? Because I have not. There was coffee at breakfast. We uh, were but... allowed to grab that. <laughs> we could stop from there. I was terrified of the woman in the kitchen. Yeah, right? <sighs> My mom is just intense. Like, 
she's really sweet. She just is. She she's she insulted you, hear, you to your face in front of your friends. You hear an explosion from the backyard oh, uh, as you're pulling out and having this conversation, and your mom comes running around the house chasing a squirrel griffin and like wielding a wand, and she says, "I'll get you this time, motherfucker." <laughs> Bromine yes. is distraught, but does not want it to show. I drive faster. <laughs> yeah. That woman's terrifying. We girls don't know. Bye, Mom. Have a good day. Bye, Wick. Hopefully we'll have reason to celebrate tonight and shoot another firebolt into the uh, garden. And it's just like... Rolling up the window. <laughs> Bromine's like, what if you just lied to your mom? Just like tell her things are going good. It's what I do with my parents. You've met that woman. Yeah, she seems easy to trick. Um, to an extent. Usually, there's a few squirrel griffins hanging around the bird feeder. I also, I mean, Tate works at Athme. There, I, I can't pull that shit off. Do you know how much I would have to owe Wick or Tate? Do you know how much I, Wick, would have to owe Tate? <laughs> to pull something like that off like I, I don't it's have so that much time it's so sad that Wick even <laughs> takes second banana in their own <laughs> mind to date also it's we need to get you a different everything. photo album it was like bedazzled it had your name on the front and then there was only three pictures of you in it I don't understand it was like one and a half pictures really you saw the back yeah it was a picture of your foot <laughs> oh, I mean unless you have like time magic you can't like, I mean there's time magic going on all over pictures that like not like years uh, you turn down the street and <laughs> you uh, turn onto your own street to see your mom come around the corner blasting uh, uh, at the squirrel griffin again. Uh, you've entered a time loop. Ah, Definitely seems possible. Yeah, but not like 25 years worth of pictures. It's fine. Tate's just really photogenic. Uh, you know. you twins. <laughs> yeah, but his face does this, and like, t and like Wick like smiles like really exaggeratedly like so hard that like dimples pop out that like none of you have ever seen. Like it is like an over the top like big smile. Yeah, no, that I don't. Do, mm. My face doesn't do that. I, I I really would hate to be the band of bad news, but your face literally just did that. <laughs> Yeah, but that was, like, effort, and it hurt this muscle. Fen just, like, takes the Polaroid and puts it on the dash. Aww. Amazing. Um, so after breaking through the time loop... <laughs> How many times did we have to go through it? As I watched my mother be disappointed in me. <laughs> seven, times. seven times. Yeah, that tracks. So, um, so, ex so explain. So seven times we loop the same street with. Mm -hmm. See her come around the house, shoot then, the same fi firebolt at the same squirrel uh, griffin. Tell me that she hopes there's reason to celebrate tonight. So time magic is weird, right? Do we are we the one in the loop, or is like everybody like does she recognize that she is also coming back around the house? This is an interesting situation. You know, I think we probably entered the loop at the same time, but she gets so focused on those damn squirrel griffins that, like, she probably hasn't noticed. She probably just thinks she's literally running circles around the house. It is honestly the best 
it's the best thing for her since she's moved to like part-time teaching like it's because she's at the university and she just is getting oh thank god there. i thought you were gonna say that, that that terrifying woman taught children no <laughs> she, she she does magic like teaches at like the university okay like Apremacula is the name of the university yeah, she's like, she does Maybe. like grad students. So like when I flunked out, it was extra embarrassing for her since I took her last name. Yeah. So after about a 20 minute drive or so, you uh, come in to Cosmos Central, which is a large complex that houses all of Cosmos's acquisitions. The central building is kind of the flagship. Uh, so Cosmos Central is a large uh, complex housing all of the workings of Cosmos Inc. It appears to be a squat office building of about 44 floors, so nowhere near as big as Athame. Bromine's like, this is it? Yeah, um, so it looks pretty unassuming. There are like two big double glass doors outside. Um, it is just a pretty average concrete building, nothing too special, but you can go in the front doors. Uh, before we head in, I would like to check on something. Mm -hmm. uh, I uh, reach into the glove box and I pull out the magic eight ball that I took from the office and I shake it and I say, is this a bad idea? And I cast Augury. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shouldn't you have done that earlier, Finn? It's got a 30 it's minute gap. Yeah, so I needed to get closer. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. <laughs> uh, That's how you cast Augury. Oh my God. I love that. Bro, mine is like, I had one of those when I was a kid. Um, good, so right? <laughs> you shake it and it, um, spins and the ask again later comes up. Okay. So Stupid. <laughs> in, in terms of like what the spell says, that would be like a nothing or results are not especially good or cool. bad. That's good enough for me. I just thought I would check. <laughs> I'll put it back. I'll put it back in the glove box. <laughs> Rick just slowly closes his box. <laughs> he takes it in, he puts it out, takes it in, puts it out. Ben uh, is indecisive. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can, I, have, I can put it in my purse if you really want us to bring it. Oh, that's, yeah. You know what, just in case. Yeah, that's a good idea. If you don't mind, I'll, I'll hand the, <laughs> hands the, uh, put, put it in my purse. Wick closes the glove box again. <laughs> and this is a time loop. I feel like I just did this a lot. <laughs> it's definitely not a time loop because I have never seen that bird before <laughs> and points out the window. Wick cast, I can cast this guy's self on someone else, correct? Yep, I also just realized that I also have it, so. Oh, killer, so yeah, three of us three. have this guy's self. Yeah. And I'm not worried. I have my Freelancer's Guild card. I'm here to look at computers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> hired to look at computers. <laughs> You so. say that and Wick's island like twitches a little bit. <laughs> Bromine knows. They they know. They actually know what they're doing. <laughs> um, Wick uh, casts Disguise Self and makes themselves look like one of the half elven, half goblin. I feel like that's the sort of bullshit that we would roll if we were rolling on a table. Um, as like one of like the like invest like one of like the board members for communications or whatever like from Athlete? from um cosmos because we researched who mm, their people were like last time um at least i'm 90 percent sure we did or maybe i'm so. just putting that into my brain that we no, did no we that. did because i was concerned whether we would 
who show up as black like. and white yeah. because it would be on an old computer, but we don't because yeah. oh, it's not that old. <laughs> Wick makes himself look like that person with their ears and like their ears get like bigger and kind of bat like and it, they now are appearing to wear like a suit but it's like a suit that tate would probably wear so like something kind of trendy and just douchebaggy enough that like it would look fitting on like a younger like board member of cosmos and nods at fen and uh karen to like let's get the show on the road. um <clears throat> we have an hour I start twisting my music box and then I'm going to cast disguise self to look like somebody big in the media. Let's say So um the Daily Beacon is the local The Daily Beacon is, okay. is the local um media outlet. Do you want to look like someone specific or do Is you... there kind of like somebody that's um it would be a big deal if you'd be visiting? Actually everyone roll perception checks before you do this. I mean I'm not sure I need to do it. Okay. Ugh. Oh God. Uh-huh. Uh, I got an 18. Thank 18. God. I got a seven. Seven. Five. Oh no. Oh, that's- Well, you don't- No, good. Shit. Eight. <laughs> okay, so Karen, um, as you're pulling up, uh, kind of sitting in the parking lot, I think you take a moment to take in like kind of what's happening. The parking lot does appear to be like fairly busy, um, busier than it should be for like a regular Friday day and you're noticing a lot of like very fancy cars uh in the parking lot as you watch uh you were seeing what appears to be like wealthy elite going into cosmos uh with an 18 you actually notice the uh you notice a man uh would you please roll on the uh, uh, heritage table for me. All right, that. What, what were the dice for that again? Uh, it's a D one hundred, two D tens. Okay, fifty two. This man is uh, he's elderly and he has graying, thinning hair, uh, and he's dressed very expensively. He is shorter, has like this the build of a dwarf, but his skin is the color of the ocean. Uh, he is a water genasi dwarf hybrid. You recognize this man as Julius Viteri. Uh, Julius is he's walking into Cosmos with two giant Goliaths behind him that look like bruisers. Uh, they have like knuckle tattoos and like uh, sunglasses and they have earpieces. And on his arm, much taller than him, is a gorgeous elven woman that is significantly younger than him. Um, Julius Viteri is the patriarch of the Viteri family, who is a, they're wealthy elites in Rockport. And it has never been confirmed, but everyone knows that he is the boss of the, the, major crime families um, in Rockport. Like the Viteri family has always negated or like skirted charges for organized crime, but everyone knows Julius Viteri is like the dawn of this crime family. So very important, very scary man. Are they connected to the uh, Fang and Claw? No, they oh, are not. Okay. They, in fact, Fang and Claw is kind of- Rivals? Yeah. Do you want me to roll for the eye candy? Oh, you already rolled for the eye candy. 
Yeah, so the um, Fang and Claw is kind of like an upstart crime organization, okay. and this is like the original mafia, the ones that all mafia was based on. Okay. So like they kind of have the upper hand in Rockport, and there are other crime families that are trying to, but they are the biggest and most influential. They actually have, the Viteris have a seat on the council. So you know that there is... That if this man is here, something big is happening at Cosmos. Because no one invites Julius Viteri to a place unless... Like, you do not waste this man's time. Okay. Do I know? Does Bromine do jobs for this family? Um... Like, is this someone I would be familiar enough? I don't... I'll leave it up to you. I will say... If you do, you have not met Julius before because he's so high up. This would be like doing work for the government and expecting to have met the president. Uh, it's that level of so difference. I have decided that Bromine has done jobs for Julius's spouse to trail Julius and see if there's any infidelity going on. And it turns out Julius is actually extremely boring when not doing a bunch of crime and stuff. There is- Aren't we all though, just, really? Right, so is he just like one of those like men that just like simps for his wife so hard? Oh, he's definitely a wife guy, but, but it was- wife What's guy? his wife's name, Cassandra? Marilyn. And it was so much that she was oh, wait, suspicious. Gave her a name. <laughs> it's sorry, it's Sonia. Oh, Sonya. but Sonia was so suspicious at how much of a wife guy Julius was because they say if your partner is like over flattering you and bringing you presents, and like at least that's what the straights say. I don't know, they're probably <laughs> cheating on you in that case. That, that sounds crazy to me. I just but. like love that like Manny has created this fucking crime <laughs> boss, and we're like, he's his wife so hard. As a guy who also simps for their wife yeah. so hard, I'm like, I am here for this. Like, like, I feel like all of you simp for your partners pretty hard. Yeah. And so, it's not just partners for me. It's friends. It's siblings. It's people I met twice who were nice to me. I hope they succeed forever. And to be clear for people listening, like people are nice to me. Like that's Tell me you're neurodivergent. Without telling me you're neurodivergent. Can we roll for neurodivergence? <laughs> um, if it's an at one or an at twenty, doesn't matter. Everyone's neurodivergent anyway. No, but Julius is a wife guy, which Marilyn was disappointed. Not Marilyn. Sonia was disappointed by. Um, I think that she kind of wanted to leave with a bunch of money. Amazing. Um, so say all of that to say that. <laughs> If it's that big, uh, Beacon would probably have a presence here. Okay. You so us? you can either, like, so, like, th the important reporter might already be here, but you can take a chance. So here's the thing. Um, Julius Viteri. Uh, Viteri. Or Viteri. Ju Julius Viteri is here, uh, which means that the media is probably already here. Oh, I uh, could disguise myself as uh, Phyllis Vasilov. What? Who is 
Phyllis. The, that's the lawyer, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. The one that's handling the class action suit against Athame. Oh, oh uh, you'll be asked a lot of questions, potentially. About um, the law, potentially. Yeah, true. What if we were independent if... media from, like, the university? Ooh! Well, because this is not, this is a big advancement for magic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, can we just say that I make myself, like, instead of, like, someone from the board, like, some generic person that can, like, run sound, like, Wick, like, goes into, like, their little bag and pulls out, like, the big over-ear, like, headphone things, like, <clears throat> cool, so I'm just not gonna talk. Uh, All right, okay, so I'm like, just gonna... Now it looks I'm... like he's holding a sound boom. I'm gonna start turning my, uh, my music brooch. And as the notes start to glow, I'm going to transform into a slightly taller, because um, you can only change your size like one. I have one foot or something like yeah, that. So yeah, so slightly taller. Um, I'm going to probably make myself... Uh, I don't want to be a gnome. You can be a halfling. Yeah, I'll be a halfling. Um, super gorgeous, like curly hair, gorgeous dangly earrings. I've got like a reporter's outfit on. Um... Maybe like a little one of those like game show mics. Oh, that's <laughs> the really thin like yeah. Bob Barker kind. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, let's um, let's do this. Uh, and then Wick, just so I know, you're changing your appearance as well. Yeah. So, so you don't look like Wick. I don't look like Wick. I'll look. I'll, I'll look more like generically like a Goliath. Just like a sound. Goliath. Yeah, just like somebody who just like really generic, but like they're aiming for like 19, like someone who probably doesn't know a whole lot. Like they give themselves like little bits of acne on like their cheeks and like yeah. forehead, like just sort of like. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Fan, are you disguising yourself? Yeah, I think so. Fan will very dramatically cast Disguise Self, full Sailor Moon transformation <laughs> with spores and, spores and mushrooms. and mushrooms, sparkling innards, and then he's done. He's got a pair of glasses on. He's still fan. He's got glasses, though. <laughs> <laughs> Clark can't wait. Yes. It works for him. It'll work for me. Uh, maybe Fen made himself three inches shorter. He's 7'5". Uh, your camera? Well, if I'm doing sound, you could do camera, yeah. and we got a reporter. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't have a camera, though. You can... I didn't bring a camera. <laughs> you want to make a perception check? Yeah. Knock some guy out and take hits. Ooh, nice. 24. Yeah, there's a media van, like, not okay. too far away from you. You could sneak in. Bromine. Bromine. Go steal a camera real fast. And a, Don't... And a sound. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bromine frowns loudly at being bossed around, but still is like, that probably is the best plan. Yeah, uh, give me a stealth check. And what was the name of oh. the academy again? Uh, Aprimacula. Uh, I'm going to cast Guidance on you before you leave. Great. 17? 17. Yeah. Uh, you go to the park, through the parking lot. You're doing that rogue thing where you're like bobbing in between the vehicles and like cr army crawling under one and then like doing oh, yeah. a full Duke of Hazards over one. Uh, and you get to the thing and there is... Uh, a reporter there with a sound and a camera guy and they're kind of like chatting and uh, he's telling them what to expect and 
you know, uh, he's like, this isn't our first rodeo, kids, you know, we'll be in and out, this is a fluff piece, you know, uh, community interest piece, uh, blah, 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 and they have the back of the van open, and you're able to sneak in without them noticing you. Now give me a sleight of hand check to swipe some equipment. All right, all right. <laughs> What'd you get? That is... <laughs> That is a nat one. So I got a six. Burn, burn the dice immediately. <laughs> um, there's no equipment here. Aren't you a thief? <laughs> That's why it's a six. <laughs> there's no equipment here. They have it all outside of the van and like are currently holding it. Um, all right, so... Uh, you can... Try to take them out. I'm not gonna try to take them out. I'm gonna pull out my freelancer card and I'm gonna walk up to someone who seems in charge but stupid. Oh, that's definitely this reporter guy. Yeah, so I go up to the reporter guy and I say, Hey, it's me, and it is a fake name on my freelancer card. It's a fake name, uh, monoxide, and I'm like. Uh, it is, I should write this down also, actually. I'm going to write fake union alias monoxide Bonaparte. Okay, so I flash my freelancer card and I say, hey, call me Mono. I've been hired by the news station today to do some uh, checkup and troubleshooting on this equipment. Do you mind if I grab it real quick before you start rolling? Uh, okay. Uh, this is going to be, I'm going to roll this, uh, and let you know what they, what you need to be. This is going to be a social roll. Great, great. They get oh, a plus two. Oh God. I rolled a 19, so you have to beat a 21. It's going to be a 21 real fast. Speed a 21 real quick. Just be so social. <laughs> it's not bothering. possible, because I have a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> This plan is working beautifully. I can tell from back. Is it possible for someone to help? That's I can. I can. uh, uh, Bardic inspiration, gold star. Uh, What is okay? Cool. And what is that for you? That's a d six. Great. And if you're doing a, I believe if you're doing a save, is this a saving throw or? This is just a check. A check. Okay. So there's different things for each one. I believe with the check you get to roll two and then take the higher. Great. Wild. For uh, inspiration. Uh, to roll two inspirations. And yep, roll two d6 and then you take the higher of the two. Great. Alright, let's see how it goes. Please be a nat 20. Please be a nat 20. Please be a nat 20. It's a 16. It's doable. So it's doable. Well, it's actually a 15, but okay. still doable. So if you, you roll a six. You have to roll a six on one of these. On or D6. two, three. Oh, right. Yeah. So a six, a six, a six. It is a six. Woo! By and I can't s- get higher than that. By so. the skin of your oh teeth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um... You need to burn all of your dice. <laughs> like, all oh my god. Them. Just buy all new dice. Start over. Like, move away, get a new name, new dice. We Jesus. haven't even gotten into the building yet. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> um, Willa, pick me out a 
two dice sets. So, um, this one. Okay. What you all see is Bromine, like, super coolly ducking and weaving through the parking lot, gets into the van. You see the van kind of shaking a little bit as he's, as they're, like, uh, rummaging through it. And they step outside uh, of the van, um, behind all these people. So, like, the, the report, the news crew is between you all and Bromine, and Bromine is behind them, towering over them as a giant dragonborn and looking at you guys, and it's just like, eh? <laughs> shrugging as they can't find any equipment. And you all are, like, pointing at their equipment, and Bromine looks down and looks back up at you and says, eh? And then, Karen, you throw them a gold star. <laughs> and um, that's when, Bromine, you tap the reporter on the shoulder and go through your spiel. And he says, uh, oh, um, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, sure. Oh, they're hiring freelance. Thank God. So we've been having trouble with this camera. Um, and he hands it to you and says, like, it doesn't focus quite right. Um, it does a weird fisheye thing, even when we don't have the fisheye lens on it. And then the boom mic is just, uh, it's stuck. It's just stuck in, <laughs> it, it, like, doesn't go any further. And we can't get it to collapse, so we've just been hanging it out the window when we drive because it doesn't fit in the van. If you could, like, fix that those two things for us, that would be amazing. Bromine is immediately agitated because these are both extremely easy fixes, and in fact, they have the lock on the boom mic. And so Bromine is like, all right, I'll need to take these away to do some pretty serious tests on them, but I'll have them back in... And then I'm like, 10, because these people aren't going to see us again. Yeah, he says, uh, oh, yeah, that'll give us plenty of time. The meeting doesn't even start, or the presentation doesn't even start until 11. So, um, right. yeah, we've got plenty of time. Cool, I might use a little extra time then. And then I disappear as quickly as a rogue can disappear. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so you come back with this equipment... I hand it to Karen and I'm like, it's supposedly broken. It just means there's a lock on this boom mic and they don't know how to use focus. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's nice. I mean, I wonder if we could use that in our favor. If it does record, then it's not going to really see us. Oh, we weren't actually recording. It's yeah. just okay. props. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> like, you just need, we just need to get into the space. Yeah. Remember? So, what time is it right now? Uh, it's like 9 a.m. right now. Okay, so we have an hour-ish. All right, less. sounds good. Um, my name is Pearl Star here from Appermacula from the Ma Magistry of Mystical Media, otherwise known as 3M. Hmm. <laughs> uh, what was that? Magistry of Mystical Media. It's funny because we live in Minnesota. <laughs> Which is fun it's because that's where 3M is. Um, I was about to say, no one not in Minnesota is going to understand why I said that at all. It's great because you have to explain the joke in three different layers. <laughs> it would um, be like if we made a Target joke because there are Targets everywhere, but it's not what it is here. Yeah, there's a lot of regional specific stuff like the stuff from that intro uh i'm not gonna go into it now uh okay so um wick you have the boom mm -hmm. finn you have the camera mm -hmm. okay and i have my a gorgeous little bob barker microphone yes um the top of it is a star Before amazing you go in 
Bromine, you remember where the, like, because we got the blueprints, you remember where it should be at, correct? Yes. And you can, like, get in and get out look, using the blueprints? Yes. I So, a player <laughs> issue. I, like, I feel like Bromine can successfully do this if the dice in the dungeon manager are nice to me. Yeah. Um, me... Cassandra is having trouble remembering. Yes, so you pulled up the uh, blueprints of the building, of the complex. Great. Um, you know where the labs are. You don't know which lab it's in necessarily, but you know where to go once you get it. Okay. And it's not that we're just sending Bromine in by themselves. Oh, was I it. going into just in case? I think you're coming oh, with us. Yeah. yeah. So, um, or with me. Yeah. So when we get in, we just need to steal. We need to figure out what their IT wears. And then we just, I need one of those. Okay. Or I'll just use another spell slot. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Uh, and we're just going to, what, hang out? Yeah. You're, oh, you should act like second, you're, you should act like, you're the boom, you're the boom mic guy. Yeah. Oh, he's the camera. I'm the camera. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm going to be able to just, I'm going to hand it over so you get both. Oh my god, this is terrible. It's a true university production. <laughs> no, it is like, yeah. Okay. All right, great. Um, um, no, but it's just like, so when we get in, we're, we're getting in there as a group, minus Bromine. Bromine's just doing their own thing. Um, but then, and we're working our way towards where we believe the prototype is, right? That's the game plan. For, that's the reason that we're disguised, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I was just making sure I understood what we were doing. I think me and Wick are doing the actual heist part, and y'all are just causing distractions, et cetera, as needed. Mm -hmm. Oh. And additional eyes, because Karen can yeah. do, because then you can send us texts and stuff. Yeah. Well, this makes sense. Okay, Even cool. Though it's not free. It's all yeah. come together. Oh. And all I did, all yeah, I had to do was interrupt Manny six times. Um, on the weekends. That's 15 cents a text. <laughs> <laughs> it's, worth the, it's worth the price right now. Yeah. Morik will pay our phone bills. Don't worry about it. My parents pay my phone bill. Great. So I don't know why we're worried. All right. Let's go. Let's do this thing. All right. So um, you walk in through the big double doors, the big glass double doors, into the reception area for Cosmos. It is a large room with a highly polished tile floor. You can see yourselves in it. Everything is immaculate in that sort of very clean sort of no space uh, that corporations are very fond of. A circular fountain occupies the middle of the room and across from the double doors on the other side of the fountain is a sleek looking receptionist desk. Uh, there is a woman behind the desk. She's got a headset on and is appears to be talking to someone through the headset and like fielding calls and things. There's a hallway behind the reception desk that you can see looks like the there's some other hallways that kind of branch off back there but it looks like there are portal faders back there as well so that's what you see as you walk in um if someone would like they can roll for the heritage of this of the receptionist 74. so the woman behind the counter is a Goblin Earth Genasi woman. So she has very large, almost bat-like ears. Very soft, like, sand-colored skin. And, like, her hair is done uh, in, like, red ringlets. It, it looks like, um, like clay, like that clay color. 
and her uh, skin is that soft, uh, bronzy, sandy color. She is a large, curvy woman, um, very plus size. She wears a polka-dotted blouse and like a very tight pencil skirt, and she's on the phone. Um, as she's kind of sitting back in her chair, chewing gum and chatting with her friend on the phone, and she says, yeah, yeah, Cindy, I, I don't think he's coming back. I don't know. He took his suitcase, Cindy. I don't think he's coming back. No, I've been telling you for years, just leave him. Just just throw out the whole boyfriend. I know he's your stepfather, but, you know, you just got to cut him loose. And she's like filing, and then she's like, hold on, Cindy, I got a call. Cosmo Sink, how may I direct your call? Mm -hmm. Okay, please hold. Anyway, Sandy, um, and she's just kind of going uh, through these, uh, but she is manning the desk, and she kind of, like, notices you uh, as you come in. Uh, I'm going to pat Karen on the back. You can do this. I believe in you. Cash guidance. Oh, thank you. Um, that's a D4, right? D4. Cool. I got one of those. And you get to, uh, you can roll the die before or after making the ability check. That's what it says. So. Okay, nice. Um, I'm going to walk up to the desk and I'm just going to say, hi, sorry, I know you're on the phone. Hold on a second, Cindy. There's someone here. Welcome to Cosmo Sync. How may I direct your call? I mean, what can I do for you, hon? Hi, um, I'm just trying to, we're here from, uh, the, Ma the Magistry of Mystical Media from Appamacula. And we mm -hmm. were told to come down because there's some big movements and magic going on. Well, I wouldn't know about that, darling. I only run the front desk. Uh, hold on. You said you're from Apremacula. Mm -hmm. She pulls out a clipboard and checks in. Uh, and roll me a luck check. Ooh. <laughs> Two. Two? You don't have anything? Oh, no, that's no, just no, straight. No, 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 a luck check. And she says, um, hmm. I'm afraid I'm not seeing anything here from Apremacula. Hmm. Looks like we have we did contact you, but uh, we never got a response from you, so uh, we weren't able to hold your spot. Oh, were there any last-minute cancellations? Uh, I won't know that until much closer to the presentation, dear. Uh, so far, you're the only person checking in on the list. Okay. Um... And you're not even on the list. <laughs> that, that's true. I'm sorry that I... I'm sorry, my agent should have gotten back to you guys. Um... Sounds like you need a new agent. Oh, hold on. Cosmo Sink, how may I direct your call? Look, I told you, we are very happy with our interweave provider. Do not call here again. Sorry, honey. Um, oh, hold on, another call. Yeah, Cindy, I'm gonna have to call you back. Yeah, I've got someone here. There's a, there's a bit of an issue. There's the, the, you know how the, the people up at the schools are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never respond to you. You're right about that. They never respond to you and then they expect special treatment on the day of. Yes, I know that, Cindy. I know that's why you don't have your degree. Look, I've got to go, okay? <laughs> Okay, I'll call you back. Leave him, okay? I don't care what your mom says. She'll get over it. Bye-bye. Sorry about that. So, um, it looks like... You're also very early. 
The presentation doesn't start until 11, and it is uh, just after 9. You know, the early bird gets the worm. We just kind of wanted to come and also ask around, see what you guys are doing here, see what amazing other advancements you've got going on besides just the presentation. Mm, I see. Um, she leans in and she says, uh, you're celebrity fuckers, aren't you? You want to get a look at all the celebrities coming in today, don't you? Girl, you got me pinned. They're so cute. <laughs> I know it. I know. I can always spot one. Listen, I, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, this isn't my only gig, all right? You may have noticed me um, at the clubs oh. on Saturday nights. I go by the name Misty Moon. Oh my gosh, Misty Moon, I thought you looked familiar. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and let me tell you, these bigwigs, these rich guys, they love a good, they love a good girly show. Okay. I'll tell you what. Um, and so, I I get to see him all the time, so I understand why you would want to to hobnob, but uh, I'm afraid I can't let you in without a pass. But okay. if you want to come back a little bit later, I can maybe mm, not find some very special names on this list and hold them in the lobby here for a few minutes so you can meet them. That would be very beneficial. I would love that. Thank you. Course. Is there anything else I can do for you today? At this point, um, Julius walks in with his um, with his um, entourage, yeah. and he kind of like breezes up, and she says, "Oh, uh, Mr. Vateri, you're early as well today too. Um, th there are a champagne and uh, refreshments in the waiting room for you. Uh, just uh, straight through the hall, turn left, and it'll be the first door on your right." And he kind of. <clears throat> nods and uh walks uh walks past her into the hallway with the portal faders and she says uh oh my god that was julius Vateri. i know that's crazy nobody ever sees him out and about like this no it must be i don't know what they're doing back there in the meeting room but it must be something big if they're bringing out the <sighs> bosses yeah yep uh-huh for well, sure do you mind if we just Take a look around the lobby and stuff, and then come back a little bit later. There's not much here, but you're sure, sure is, you're, you're welcome to look. You know, why don't you toss a penny into the pond and make a little wish? Okay. Um, oh, Cosmo Sink, how may I direct your call? And she just goes back into her um, uh, thing, but uh, you were unsuccessful yep. so far. Can you, um, Wick, do you think you could possibly hack and have it like have an email show up as if we had sent it previously and maybe it just went to the spam folder i mean yeah probably like that's that's cake like hack okay i mean their systems aren't like athame systems it shouldn't be too difficult can i you would have to so like wi-fi doesn't really exist can um, i do it through my hireling I will say if you can, um, I'll say, I'll let you do it if you sacrifice a spell slot. Yeah. Um, so like sacrifice you're you're doing slot. that to kind of like get your device on their like um, interweb. Yeah, I'll sacrifice a spell slot for that. Cool. Cool. Um, uh, and now give me a hacking check. Hacking check. So that's gonna. I'm gonna be... throw you a gold star. Thanks. So that's going to be a d20 plus proficiency plus my intelligence modifier plus a d6. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you get to roll two d6s and choose the highest. Nice. 
dice. So that's going to be a 19 plus my intelligence. My proficiency is 2, so 21 plus my intelligence um, is going to be another 5, so that's going to be 26 plus uh, 3, so 29. Yeah, um, amazing. Wick, you just hands uh, Finn the mic, the boom mic. You look up, um, and in her glasses, uh, you're able to see the reflection of the of like the, the the computer screen. And you do that thing where you do calculations in your head, flip <laughs> it so it's not a mirror image, and break through their firewall. Um, and uh, a few moments later, you hear, a um, and she says. Hold on a second, honey. I, I, I've just got an email here. And she uh, starts typing. It's, I want it to be like an email that's like checking in and confirming. Like when you send an email and you don't get a response. Mm. Uh, and it's uh, from like the, uh, the head of yeah. um, the uh, Magistry of Mystical Media Department. So it's like the head of the, the person like... Uh, Pleasant day, Cindy. Um, uh, uh, her name is Cecilia. Cecilia. Cecilia Fan, uh, aka the burlesque dancer. Misty, Misty Moon. Moon. Obsessed. <laughs> Love that. Um, uh, so uh, she gets sent. Um, Good morning, Cecilia. Uh, I just wanted to confirm I haven't heard a response from you about sending a team of students to do uh, coverage. Uh, please confirm that you have received this. And I have, like, I set up, like, a fake email so it would get sent back to WIC Smart. rather than okay. the university. But it's one of the ones that's, like, like, you know how phishing emails look very good, like, similar yeah. to, like, emails that it should be sent from? So I sent, essentially, a phishing email <laughs> to Cecilia, like, asking to confirm, you know, I sent this, you know, a while ago, haven't heard any response, that we have made it on the list. Um... Cool. Yeah, uh, you get an email back and says, uh, basically says, you all see Cecilia typing frantically, and she says, oh, we were wondering, we did not receive uh, a confirmation from you, just chalk it up to one of those weird time things that the Dark Lord mm -hmm. set up all over uh, all over the city. Uh, I will make the proper notes and add them to the list now, and dings in. Um, and... Uh, you see her um, grab the clipboard and like write it in, and she kind of looks over at you, Karen, and winks at you and gestures you back. Oh, hey, what'd you find out? Any is there some big wig coming in? Well, uh, several, in fact. Um, uh, there is a. Uh, uh, Tony Sterling, Tony uh, Sterling. Okay. Anthony Sterling, the millionaire is coming in. Uh, he'll be here. And uh, there is, uh, who else is is coming in? Robert Workman will be here. And uh, looks like uh, Stephen Gardner will all be here. All these wow. big millionaires coming in. I don't know what is going on, but um, turns out there was some weird time loopy wormholy thing happening. We're not quite sure. I just now received a confirmation email from your school and uh, basically confirming that you are supposed to be here. I've added you to the list. If you would like, you can uh, go on in and into the waiting room. Um, the left, or so go through the hall, turn left, and then the first door on your right is the waiting room that is for investors only. The media is being set up in the main meeting hall uh, that is just across from the waiting room. 
Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Um, I'll be sure to see you around, Miss Moon. And then I wink. Ooh. She winks back at you. Um, and are all f- all of you heading through the um, I feel like hallway? Where, Wick looks like really awkwardly around and just goes, oh, is there a bathroom over there? I'm so sorry. I'm just nervous. It's uh, oh, um, my, my first time in like a real news thing for me. Look like your eyeballs are swimming. Um, I suppose um, you, we don't really have public restrooms. Um, there is a bathroom in the meeting hall though, so you will be able to go in there. Awesome, thanks. I, I just didn't wanna, I, I, you know, they're upper class and I just, you know. Thanks. You don't wanna pee all over a millionaire. I get it, honey. That's a mistake you only make twice. And the second time was because he paid extra. You are a hero. Oh, I do what I can, honey. Like, Luke just like nods awkwardly and like follows after. Just okay. So apparently there's a bathroom in there, and I think and like we'll pull up the blueprints on their phone. Uh, so we can access the vents if you want. Otherwise, we can find. Um, so I actually have a map for this. Oh, great, great, great. perfect! Uh, instead of us just making up a map for you, you mean? Yeah, I'm so um, upset. I had to roll a luck check instead of a charisma check for that yeah. because I have such good charisma, but I was at the mercy of. I mean, it's fine. You're gonna have to do any sort of oh. coverage when. So, um. The meeting hall, you pull out the blueprints, uh, and the meeting hall is kind of on the north end of the complex. The labs are on the south end of the complex, so they're pretty much as far away from each other as you can get. In the hallway that you're standing in is that same polished tile floor. There are four portal vaders, um, one on either side of the doorway you came in, that um, looking at it, uh, would take you upstairs to like the cosmos offices um and then there's another bank uh on the other side of the wall flanking a door as well that door uh looks like an employee like break room um so you can see like a little kitchenette through the through the window and like some tables and stuff in there uh to your left there's another set of big double doors and you know through those double doors are the way to get to the meeting room and the waiting room and then to your right is um a locked uh door that uh it has like a key padlock that you would need to swipe an id for and it's labeled um labs um okay. to get into the vent looking at the um looking on the map there are two entrances or two ways you can get into the vents uh there's the north side vents and then the south side vents to get into the southern vents, you would have to go into the lab and up into the vent work. To get into the northern vents, you have to go into that little lobby uh, between the two meeting rooms and go in that way. They do not connect to each other. Oh. So they're on different systems. So the nor- northern vents don't connect to the southern vents. Do we see people like that are just like employees like moving around yeah there are people coming out of the break room and hitting the portal vaders and going but going up you see like people in lab coats going into the labs and stuff like that uh it's not super crowded but every once in a while you'll see employees and they don't 
look at you weird for being in this hallway. Um, it They assume that you have some reason to be here and people have been coming and going all day. And most people who are not employees are heading towards the north, uh, the north waiting room. Okay. Is there like a uniform that like IT or besides the lab coats, is there anything that they're all wearing? Um, roll perception check. Can I too, since I'm going that way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I got a 22. Well, I got 22. a nat one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you you, you don't notice anything. Bromine, you are noticing there are various, various uniforms um, because there are different levels of employee here. There's a lot of like scientists who are in the lab coats going into the labs, but people are coming and going from the break room. You see people in suits, you see okay. people in like Cosmos polos uh, with like headsets on that look like they might be customer service or something like that. Um, and then you see a, a couple people that have just like business attire. The only uniform that you're noticing are like what you would assume to be like the lowest like customer service okay. people who work in the call centers upstairs. Okay. Um, do you see any IT? We could try to steal the badge, but also uh, the vents don't connect, but they both do go outside because it's a lab. Of course, the vent would have to go outside. We could go through the vent, go out one vent and then go in through the other. Vent. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. Otherwise we could just try walking into the lab. That would work too, I suppose. As yeah. like IT and if you have your thing. Yeah. I mean. Well, in my freelancer guild badge, I meant to say this earlier, but it does say that I have like tech specialty. So. You could try it. I mean, we could try. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so where are you going? We're going to try to just walk into the lab. I want to like watch like someone Hey, did you see anyone who's IT? Yeah, I mean, they're just coming and going. Yeah, but like... They have like lanyards on. Like everyone has like lanyards right. with like their IDs on point them and me stuff. A, point, them, point them out to me. Um, so I, I see some go by and I'm like, it's those guys with the lanyards. I like look at them for a second and I make myself look just like one of them. Are you burning another spell slot? For another disguise self, yep. Cool. So you're down like what three now? Uh, How many spell slots do you have? I have five total. Okay. Yeah, I'm down three. Cool. Uh, and I just put my lanyard around my neck so it looks somewhat. Like, yeah, you fashion a lanyard out of your so, fake ID. I have a question. Yes. How much would the A cast be worth without the company giving a value to it yet? You wouldn't know because okay. there's not like the spell, like there's no way of knowing because okay. there's not. Um, if I wanted to try to use my song of creation ability to make mm -hmm. just like a shell that looks exactly like it, that would stay here for three hours. So we'd have a decoy. Could I do that? You could do that. I will say it would be very easy to tell that yep. it like, like you can make a convincing make it appear convincing but the minute someone got close to it or even picked it up they it would, would know, be yeah yep. they would know that it's fake it would basically be hollow yeah exactly but you got it from wish you got it from hope a shopping website you got an ipad for or an ipod from wish is what happened. <laughs> so because um, i could try to do that too to make something so kind of like a swamp um i will say Barring like some super grainy um, 
security footage, you haven't seen the ACAS, so you yeah. don't necessarily know what it looks like yet. True. And we're not going into the labs with these folks, right? No, no. I don't think so, so. I don't know if you'll get You're standing out being eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just, and if needed, causing a distraction. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, who's with who and where are we going? Me and Wick are going to try to go out one vent and in through another. Or, or are we trying to do Nope, I lied. We're going right into the lab. Um, okay. Because I do have on-off as a cantrip, mm-hmm. which does say that it, um, as long, it just says that it allows you to activate or deactivate any electronic device within range, which is 60 feet, as long as the device has a clearly defined on or off function. Okay. Um, that can be easily accessed from the outside of the device, which would be like swiping. So I want it to trigger a swiping. It's not an on-off though. So if you turn it off, it just won't work. You could do that after you get inside, so nobody else could get in. Yeah, I mean that's very true. Yeah. I can I'll, I can hack into it. It's fine. Yeah, can try. <laughs> I can try. <laughs> you can try. We could also just try to catch another IT person that looks stupid going in and just be like. I can be like, hey, man, the guild never sent me the code. You know how managers are. Can I just sneak in there with you? Um, give me a perception check. I do have to say, I love the sentence, someone who looks stupid. <laughs> I want to find a lab one who looks stupid. What'd you get? Another fucking nat one. Burn your dice. This is yeah. one that rolls so good. Do you need me to pick dice for you, too? I let Willa no, pick my I'm dice, and now I have 20s. I yes. let Willa pick my dice, and now I have a 21 for this perception. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you um, are kind of, like, making your plan, uh, there appears to be, or, like, the lab door opens. Um, not enough for you to, like, uh, sneak in behind this person, but there is a young intern there that is, like looks excited and has like a little bag lunch and is like heading towards the uh, break room uh, up to the right. But uh, you see that he has, um, like he's coming and going. So you can, like that yeah. But he like goes past you into the break room. We need that badge. We need it. Okay, I can go try to, try to steal it. Um, I'll go in with you. Great. To talk to him. Yeah, if you can maybe in that in that guy's kind of flirt a little bit, yep. maybe. I'm gonna uh, grab Roman real fast, but I should, you can do it. Cast uh, uh, guidance. That is so sweet, friend. And I just <laughs> does not realize guidance has been cast, but like just like taps you on the shoulder, and that's a D four. Uh, D four, yes. Okay. And you get to choose to use it after the if, after, after the roll, roll yeah, yeah, if you want to. All right. Awesome. Um, so the two of you go into the employee break room. As you walk in, there are three employees in there. The lab technician that you saw uh, go in, they rush over to a table with what looks like one of those customer service people. And they are sitting too close to each other each other, and like sharing lunch. And like, it is very clear that they're both into the other one, but they're doing that thing where they're like, I don't know if you're into me. I don't know if I'm into Oh, I can you. work with this. Stay um, on the flirting, go a different way. And then there's a security guard at another table, just kind of like melancholy eating a sandwich. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go and sit down across from them. And um, can I roll to see if I have a packed lunch with me? Like luck check? 
You I, can go to the fridge. I just oh. hand you some gummy worms. Oh, perfect. I'm just gonna, yeah. So I'll sit down and I'll just be like, hey, how are you guys doing today? Oh, um, hi. Uh, this, the lab technician says, uh, hey, you're, you're new here, right? Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. First day, pretty excited. Okay, hi. Uh, I'm, I'm Dave. Uh, this is, uh, and the other person, uh, Perks up and says, uh, my name's, uh, Jack. And Hi, Jack. Shake so, your hand. This is pretty great. It's crazy that they have these events and the lunches laid out, but they don't really supply you guys with lunches. You have to bring your own? Well, you know, it's, uh, you know. You, you are the ones doing all the work here. And we've been doing extra work lately, but, uh, I'm not supposed to talk about that. Oh, that's so. fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit of lunchroom gossip, you know. So how long have you two been together? Oh, uh, and they kind of like, and they're like, we're not, no. And I use that to try to sneak up and grab the badge. I would have never noticed. Yeah, give me a sleight of hand. With advantage? Yeah, with advantage. So that's a 20. And that is a 25. But it's a nat 20. That's more exciting than this 25. That's a nat fucking 20. Yeah, you uh, walk up behind uh, Karen and just go towards... um, Without even stopping, just like snag this off of this guy's belt uh, and go to the fridge. And I think there's extra cryptid energies in the fridge that you can stock up on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just shove them in my in my cargo pockets. <laughs> You're wearing cargo pants and a leather jacket. Trench coat. <laughs> Amazing. Excuse me, a leather trench coat? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, luck. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like dad core Neo right now. <laughs> it was the 90s. <laughs> this was fashionable. <laughs> um, I don't know that that's true, but people sure thought it was. <laughs> I don't remember people wearing cargo pants. I do. Oh, uh, and not with... Leather. No, right. no I don't remember that. <laughs> the specific combo. Romine is a little bit of a fashion victim. It's fine. But yeah, you're able to snag that. Uh, what do you want to do now? I want to go back and get Wick and go through the so van. you just like go into the room. So to be clear, these employees are f- flirting and. I don't think they super pay you much money, but they do notice an eight-foot-tall dragonborn walk into this, walk into the break room, who they've never seen before. Walk to the fridge, take out a bunch of energy drinks, and then just walk out. Yeah, but I got the badge, didn't I? Awesome. <laughs> so, um, so you, could, you two aren't together. The chemistry is palpable. Oh, I and they kind of look at each other and blush and said, uh, "Well, I, we've never really." about it i mean you're sharing a lunch that's kind of having lunch together and jack says yeah we have lunch together every day we've been doing this for the past three months oh maybe you should go have lunch outside of work hours you know they kind of look at each other and jack is like do you want to and dave is like yes please all right, you two kids have fun. I'm going to go have my gummy bears out here. I don't want to spoil this moment. I, uh, thank you, Mysterious Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mysterious Stranger brings gay love. <laughs> this really sexy halfling showed up. Oh, he knew her. And then she just started matchmaking. It was the wildest lunch break, yo. Meanwhile, the dragonborn just walked in, stole a bunch. 
Were both like somebody else's or was or did the company like provide them? No, it was someone's lunch. Oh my god. We should have more than cryptid energy for lunch. We've got, we've got. Roll a perception check for me, Roland. Oh god, okay. Are they poisoned? No. Technically, you're still guidance to do. That's true. So that is a um, 12 plus. Don't roll the the guidance. Don't waste it. Uh, Because with the 12, um, you're not the only freelancer who drinks cryptid energy. (gasps) Fucking Chester. I hold the cryptid energy drink, and it's not a flavor that I drink. It is strawberry flavor, which is disgusting. And I, as opposed to the no flavor that I drink, and I, I stare at Wick and I say, he's here. That's all for this episode of Lesser Evil. I'm Manny Elliott, your dungeon manager. You can find me online at InCharacterArt on Instagram, where I sometimes do D&D portraits. Anyone else have anything they would like to plug? My name is Willa, as you know, and you can find me on social medias under Craftwitch Curios and my website where I sell cool things like dice, uh, glitterbombstudios.com. I am Cassandra Snow, author of Queering the Tarot, Queering Your Craft, and Lessons from the Empress. You can find out more about those at my website, cassandra-snow.com. Buy them wherever you buy books or follow my Instagram at mix.cassandra.snow. My name is Chris Rodriguez. You can find me on Instagram at oddbear underscore art. Just do some art stuff there. It's fun. (laughs) Yo, it's Britt. You can follow me on Instagram at adventure underscore queer, uh, where you can keep up to date with all of the weird things that I do with my time. Lesser Evil is an independent podcast, and that means we need your help to grow and sustain. You can write us glowing reviews, rate us lots of stars, anywhere where you are listening to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media on pretty much everywhere. We are evil underscore pod. And you can also support us financially on Patreon at patreon.com slash lesser evil. Thank you so much for listening. Well, it's five o'clock somewhere, so we're clocking out. Dave's heart skipped a beat. The halfling woman had said the quiet part out loud. He'd been having lunch with Jack for a couple of weeks now. He worked overnight in the labs and Jack worked customer service upstairs during the day. They were like two ships passing in the night and the odds that they had met in the first place were astronomical. But neat they did. Dave first became aware of his feelings when he realized that he'd been staying 45 minutes to an hour past his scheduled time to have lunch with Jack. Around week three, he noticed that Jack had been arriving at work earlier and earlier. At the one-month mark, there began to be extra bagels the clerk at the bodega accidentally gave them once or twice a week. Now at two months in, Dave was smitten and if he wasn't careful, people would start to notice. Like the little woman sitting across from them at the break room table. Dave's heart leapt into his throat when she suggested that they have lunch outside of work, and his soul fully left his body when Jack asked him if maybe he would want to go out with him. 
Thankfully, the halfling woman excused herself quickly, leaving them to make their plans without spectacle. After deciding on a restaurant, time, and day, their first date was set. After deciding on a restaurant, time, and day, their first date was set. And Dave was flying high until the alarm on his phone went off. Already? How had he lost track of the time? Wait, no, he knew. He somewhat clumsily excused himself to the single-stall restroom. He shut the door just in time before his elven features melted away from him. His cheekbones softened, his hair and eyes lost a bit of their sheen, and most importantly, his pointed ears faded to the rounded ears of a human. He sighed as he looked at his true form in the mirror. He hated having to disguise himself this way especially now that he had an official date with Jack. He took a moment before casting Disguise Self again and reset the timer for another hour. As he pulled out his phone, he noticed a text from his patron. He opened it. Did they get it? Yes. The Dragonborn got the ID card. They are half as good as you say. They should have everything they need soon. Good. I'll be in touch soon. Yeah.